0: Despirito Team Real Estate Show with host and top realtor Emilio Dispirito on News Radio 920 and 1047 FM. We're talking with industry leaders about real estate trends, money making tips, and advice on buying and selling the American dream. Now, here's Emilio Dispirito. Hey, good morning.
1: Thanks for joining us today. I'm Emilio Dispirito, and this is the Despirito Team Real Estate Show. This is your show all about buying, selling, investing, holding properties, what to do, how to do it, who to work with. We've got everything here for you, and uh, one of the best things that we love about our show is that uh, you're going to learn how to do things here, right? We're going to have some great conversations with some great top-end professionals, and uh, I believe every single show, you're going to leave with one or several nuggets of information that you can use now or at least some point down the line in your uh, life, Or, or maybe you can share with a friend. That's our goal. That's our goal, to give you some good, timely information. So, We've got a special guest with us today on the line with us. We've got Ted Tepuzis with Tepuzis and Associates. and Ted is a, a frequent guest of ours, and there's a reason for that. He runs, uh, he runs uh, a couple firms, one here in Rhode Island and one down in Florida, as well as uh, absolutely being licensed in Massachusetts as well. So he's well first. His focus is only on real estate law. Uh, so you can imagine when you're working with somebody that focuses on something, a niche.
2: Thank you. Each
1: as someone, say, you're going to get good professional advice. You're welcome, Ted. So recently, recently in spring, in this springtime, 2020, uh, you might not have heard about this because of all the other chaos going on, people, but there was a change in the way closings are being done in Rhode Island. And I'm not talking about electronic closings. I'm going back into something else, either using a title company or a closing attorney. There were some changes that are affecting consumers as well as realtors. And uh, Ted, can you, can you shed some light on that for us? Yeah. Yeah. I can, Amelia.
2: Thank you. Thank you for the, uh, the intro. That was, that was great. Um, So it was uh, last year, I believe, or maybe it was even um, a couple of these cases were even from 2018. So it's been an ongoing matter for quite some time. The uh, there was a um, uh, three actually three cases that were brought up before the uh, Supreme Court uh, for unauthorized practice of law, um, and I'm not going to get into the the, uh, the the captions or anything like this because you know the goal is to determine what. What has come out of this, right? And so, um, so these these cases have been, you know, were raised um, as potential unauthorized practices of law. You know, with uh, certain certain elements of the uh, transaction have been conducted by a non-attorney, and so the Supreme Court recently, um, in actually, actually at the end of May, um, but the you know everything really kind of came out um, more in early this this month, early June, um, was uh you know what does and what doesn't constitute the practice of law, okay, and how does that affect a real estate transaction? And so um the uh the 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 Supreme Court um you know that that oversees um our bar uh essentially came up with um you know a ruling which uh, does you know there was of course the the attorneys have uh, have always thought okay um, this is going to um, you know potentially define um, closings as being the practice of law you know that's what that's what uh, these attorneys that were on, um, you know like supporting this uh this the, the lobbying for this this matter um you know we're, we're hopeful that, that that a closing transaction would be the practice of law uh, but the court kind of stepped back a little bit from that and said well no a non- attorney um title company can handle a um a closing uh transaction um and uh, and so there's some guidance that was given in the decision um, as to what is and what isn't so so the way it stands right now um, is that a a, a title company slash uh, and or attorney can handle a closing um, in Rhode Island Um, and uh, and if um, a real estate closing residential closing transaction takes place in Rhode Island um, then the non attorney Needs to identify at the commencement of the closing transaction um, that they are a non-attorney handling the closing. They get they have to pass out a disclosure to um, all the the parties involved. Okay, yeah. that gets signed off um, by the uh, uh, the party indicating that they're aware that the closing agent the uh, the the non-attorney title company, um, is, uh, is not an attorney and, um, and that they cannot give legal advice. Okay. That's, that's what's come out of this decision. Um, along with a few other things. So that's important that this closing disclosure gets, uh, gets, gets disseminated prior to the closing. Um, it's, it, it's a, an informed consent.
1: So, so Ted, so other States are, Uh, they've been doing this for a while where title companies can close. I never understood why, you know, what the problem is with it. There's, there's a gentleman in Warwick that's been doing this for a long time. And he's probably one of the big culprits that was targeted, but I got to tell you, I've closed several transactions in his office and he's always been fantastic. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, granted, I knew he wasn't an attorney, do I want my clients to have an attorney? Yes, I do. Because there's going to be certain situations where I, as a realtor, am going to feel more comfortable, but he has an attorney in his office. So, Mm -hmm. you know, while, you know, while a lot of our clients per se weren't technically using him, I was on the other side of the closing table, you know, where we had clients that were represented by you or Melissa Delana or Brad Pellinger Mm -hmm. or somebody else. Right. Um, But this person always, did a class A job and closed stuff. Um, so I'm curious, like how is this good or bad for the consumer? And then how is this good and or bad for a realtor? Mm. Well, I mean, I think
2: the realtor needs to know that, that, uh, you know, when you go to a non-attorney now, okay. So mm-hmm. whatever that you know, that, that office that you were asking or any, any non-attorney office title company. Okay. If there's, um, they, they may have attorneys on staff, okay, um, but no. if a non-attorney is handling the closing, there has to be a disclosure that gets gets um, you know disseminated at, at the table that that informs that that the closing is being taken, being conducted by a non-attorney, and that they can't give legal advice. Okay, so you know, that's that's just the matter. Whether whether that's good or bad, um, uh, you know, for the consumer, I think a consumer or an, uh, you know or you know meaning a borrower, a buyer, seller. Or a uh, um, an agent needs to be aware of that, and and the question might get raised: Why am I signing this uh, disclosure um, prior to this closing? I yeah. mean, uh, you know, are they able to represent me? Um, you know, and and that that discussion has to happen. Um, you know, and that's going to happen. You know, this is a new case that hasn't uh, really uh, we haven't really felt the uh, the uh, you know. The implication yet, um, because it's relatively new. Um, is it going to change things in the way? I think it's going to be a, a subtle change. I think, um, like for example, the the, the title exam, um, you know, that's conducted can be prepared by a um, the 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 title search can be prepared by a non attorney in a closing, but um, the uh, the attorney there and it has to be an attorney that's going to evaluate the exam and determine the marketability of the title so the the drafting of a deed has to be prepared by an attorney so there's, yep. a, there's some elements um in the uh, the closing transaction have to be done by an attorney so that's so, what's come out of this as well
1: so i mean i look at this as so there's a reason typically why i personally use attorneys in Rhode Island it's been like that for a long time Rhode Island's mm-hmm. not you know, one of those places where people like a lot of change, especially with formalities. And I've found like, I don't want any increased liability for myself or my clients, you know, and I'm not necessarily saying going with a title company is going to increase one's liability, but in my head, I just feel going right to directly to an attorney where I don't need a middleman or something is somebody that just for me, it feels better. It feels Mm. good. Is there any validity to that statement? Or I think that- there is. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, Emilio,
2: I think there is some validity to that because uh, you know if you go to a non-attorney and and you know there's other you know um, there's there's other companies uh, that that are practicing in 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 other states. Okay, um, that, uh, that 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 act as a title company in this state. Okay, they handle oh. the the the, uh, the transaction. I'm not gonna. Identify anybody on on, on the uh, in the segment here. I, you know, I don't yeah. think it's necessary, but I'm just pointing out that that these title companies, um, you know, fall into that same uh, um, uh, protocol. I mean, I think they're they're going to need to disclose to their clients uh, that they are non-attorney and that they can't provide um, uh, legal advice in these closing transactions, and that's something that the agent needs to be aware of. Um, yeah. The client does too, because uh, you know, if something goes um, sideways at a closing, which lots of times they do. Oh, yeah. um, there, there has to be, um, you know, a point where you'd be able to say, you know, like I'm, I can't deal with you, I, you know, because you're a non-attorney. I have to speak to an attorney. So why make that shift um, midstream in a closing? You know, that's a choice that the that the closing uh, the uh, the realtor and the and the buyer need to make prior to um, engaging that attorney or title company to handle the closing transaction
1: when does that disclosure i could have sworn you said at the closing that disclosure has to get signed but i mean shouldn't that disclosure be this shouldn't that be disclosed right up front when you decide who you're going to use i mean yeah yeah um i mean it's
2: it's right now since it's a newer you know uh decision um the idea was you know just you know disclose it have the, the the document executed it's a disclosure statement right Um, have it executed at the closing table. Okay. Um, But that doesn't mean that it has to be done at the closing table. You know, maybe at the, when, when the letter gets sent out the welcome letter, which a lot of uh, Rhode Island, a lot of Rhode Island uh, closing companies do, they send out a welcome letter. Hi, I'm, I'm, you know, to and Associates. Um, You know, we, we're going to be doing the closing for you buyer, you seller, um, you know, we need this information. We need you to, to be aware of what to expect. You know, maybe in that letter they could also identify, um, "Hey, I'm not a I'm not a closing attorney. I'm I'm a uh, title company. I can't give you legal advice." You know that, and then please sign below to to and forward it to me, uh, so that I have a copy of that for my records. Yeah, um, but that's what's going to have to be in every closing file. So um, I'm so sure. yeah, that and and eventually, Emilio, that 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 whole point will be something that um, you know people will know, you know, going, going into the selection of the closing agent. Okay. Yeah. You're not going to, you're not going to, you know, figure that out um, midstream because you'll already have said um, to let's say your clients, you will say, I'll oh, go to Melissa, go to Ted, um, you know, uh, go to Brad, you know, whatever, you know, but that decision will have already made prior to, you know, you know, sending over the title order. But, uh, but that's, that's what the, uh, um, this decision has raised. It's not, so oh. they, they say that, you know, the whole closing is not the practice of law. They yeah. feel that elements of the closing are um, the practice of law and that, uh, that, that a disclosure needs to be for public uh protection needs to be circulated to make sure that, you know, those, those, those people are aware, you know, they, they're, they're the public that they may not know all the ins and outs like you and I do, um, yeah. you know, so we need to inform the public. Well, you know. I, I
1: I don't disagree with them allowing those title companies to do the closings because again, all across the country, it's done that way. But it's, you know, as somebody who is a, a capitalist, right, like I believe in capitalism, it's, it's absolutely strong. Um, yeah, you know, I mean it's the best way, in 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 my opinion, to run an economy, right? I mean, look at it, look at our thriving economy over the past what couple hundred years, right? Uh, America is still known as the best place for opportunity. I know there's some people that want to destroy that, and you know they can they can go ahead and move out if they like and go live somewhere where there's other forms of. Uh, you know of, of, of earning money and making money and i just don't see it as as the same but again i'm no specialist in that area i just know what i see and i gotta tell you i am all for competition i'm all for whatever is better for the consumer and i like the fact that the consumer now has options now again me personally i want the attorney because mm-hmm. i know as somebody who has uh, you know done several transactions in this business ted I want to go directly to the source I, I that that's personally what I want. It doesn't mean it's right. It doesn't mean it's wrong, but I also know there's, there's a few professionals who are the most important in anyone's life. And these are the professionals you need to have on pop on speed dial, right? Like I want Ted to booze this on speed dial for when I'm going and doing my stuff. Right? So here's the most important professionals in my book, right? Is, is um, an attorney. Okay. Regardless of what niche, that attorney is in. You need a. You need the best attorney in that niche, right? Mm-hmm. Number two, okay. Your accountant. You need an accountant that understands tax law. You need someone that knows the ins and outs because they're going to either save or make you or lose you more money than anyone else, right? Sure. Same thing with yep. an attorney. They're going to protect your interests, right? Hundred mm-hmm. percent and guide you. So these people are worth their their weight in gold. Another one is a real estate broker or agent. Right. You need someone that understands real estate, that knows how to find deals, knows how to get deals, knows how to keep you in and out of the right and wrong deals, and is gonna watch your back. The other one is your barber or your hairstylist, your doctor. You're, the, so, I mean, the list can go on and on for a little while, yeah. but I gotta yeah. tell you, these are all essential people. And someone say, why your barber? Because these people or, or hairstylists, they are connected to the community. They know everyone, and they oftentimes give great advice because they listen mm-hmm. to so much stuff. <laughs> That's right. And you've got to look good. You've got to yeah. look good, right? Yep. Yeah. So, but, uh, you
2: know, I want to mention one more thing real quick. I know you're probably, you know, getting ready to close out this segment. Yeah. But, um, you know, there's 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 talk about, oh, the attorney is going to be more expensive or not. Uh, you know, I can tell you that uh, the title company will not be as, as expensive as an attorney. But I want to I wanna mention that that the market drives these uh, these the the the, uh, um, the closing costs um, the the lenders drive the closing costs in terms of what we can and can't charge we are exactly the same price um, as a uh, as a non- attorney okay yeah. so as a non- attorney title company so that the, the, that's important to point out because don't make your decision uh, thinking that you're spending more money with an attorney um, uh, because you're not yeah yeah.
1: No, that, that, that's a good, that's a good point, Ted. And I'm sure everybody's prices do vary a slight bit, but all across the board, it's pretty, I got to tell you, it's like, I'm surprised at how low it costs to close on a property. Right. As far as a seller and, and that's okay. And it, and it makes sense, but a lot of people don't realize that attorneys are charging almost like a flat fee. Right. They are, And, And it's like, no matter if the, whatever the transaction is that, that, to do that on the attorney side is almost like a flat fee they're not charging you per page they're printing out per phone call per text message you know um yeah it's not like a litigation attorney or somebody who does stuff on a on an hourly basis we're not we're
2: it's more of a flat fee that's what it is
1: awesome stuff, ted that was awesome information again um, you know, Welcome. Ted Tapuzis with Tapuzis and Associates. He's an attorney here focusing on real estate in Rhode Island, Massachusetts, and Florida. Please feel free to contact us on our off-air number, 401-217-2333 for any questions. Again, 401-217-2333. Uh, and you can also Google Tapuzis and Associates. Good luck spelling that. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's a beautiful Greek name. Sound Bob. it out. I can <laughs> spell it. I know it by heart now. But all right, awesome, Ted. Thanks so much for okay. joining us and for thanks us. I'm you know, awesome. I appreciate knowledge. it. Thank you. you You're bet. welcome. Awesome. Okay. Hey, stay tuned. We're going to be right back here on News Radio 920, and streaming on WHJJ, and also on 104.7 FM. This is the Spirito Team Real Estate Show. We got so much more. Stay tuned. We'll be right back.
0: Now, back to the Desperado Team Real Estate Show on News Radio 920 and 1047 FM. Also available as a podcast on iHeartRadio.
1: Hey, thanks for joining us. I'm Emilio Desperado, and this is the Desperado Team Real Estate Show. You know, if this is your first time tuning in, we're talking about everything real estate, buying, selling, investing, whatever it is you want to do, whatever your goals are, long term, short term you know, I believe you're going to get some sort of advice or some sort of nugget of information from any which one of these segments to help you through that journey. And we are all local professionals on the show. We do have some national guests on, uh, you know, from time to time that are absolutely fantastic. But we want you to know that we're a resource for you. And uh, I want you to save my number. Save my number in your phone. It's 401 217 23 33, anything you need, even if it's just advice, 401 21 I'm sorry, 401 217 21 33. You know, we're, we're here for you. I get oftentimes get calls from the uh, show, from people listening to our show. And, um, you know, again, just questions, or sometimes people want to sell real estate or buy real estate or want to start a career in real estate. Happy to point to you in any which direction uh, that's going to be right for you. So um, needless to say, we've got a lack of supply of inventory on the market right now, which is a good thing for sellers here in Rhode Island. Uh, And I've noticed a trend over the past couple of years uh, in the business, and there's a certain seller that's making more money than other sellers. And those are the ones that are prepared. So In efforts to get you the most money when selling, I've invited Mike Auger with Patriot Home Inspections on the show with us to talk about how sellers are able to disclose uh, information with a pre-list home inspection up front and tackle repairs that usually leave buyers running for the hills or coming back asking for some costly repairs. And credits, which will absolutely cost you more as a seller in the end. So, without further ado, one of the top uh, professionals here in Southern New England, Mike Auger. Welcome back to the show, sir.
3: Hey, thanks for having me on the show. This is a uh, this is a great topic. So, uh, I mean, it's 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 fantastic. On the on the West Coast, they're doing this and they're they're making a lot of money when they're selling houses and they're not getting their their transactions held up on the East Coast for some reason nationally we're kind of lagging when it comes to this so uh so this is definitely a good thing and you're you're 100 correct when um when you're trying to sell your house right your goal is to do one if not both of the following two things a you want to get as much money as you can for it right of course you do b you want to sell it as quickly as you can for the most money that you can get so that's that's every seller's goal i'm pretty certain i mean would you agree with that
1: with the least amount of hassle too. And that's what people don't yeah. understand. You front load this stuff and you have so much less minutiae stepping in later on.
3: Yeah. So my suggestion to somebody selling a house is to bring us in or, or somebody like us, and there's nobody exactly like us, but a good home inspector in to do your home inspection. Uh, and we would do the same thing we would do for a buyer. Now here's how it makes you more money because I know what you're thinking. Mike, yep. you're going to come in and do a home inspection. We're going to have to pay you guys to come for your service, and it's going to cost us a few hundred dollars, right? Well, yes, it will. But on the other end of it, when uh, if you don't do that, the buyer comes in, they make you an offer. They don't know anything about the house except for what you put on the disclosure sheet you gave to your real estate agent, and uh, they bring in their home inspector. They're going to find stuff that you didn't disclose. And it's just, oh. that's just how it is. That's our job. My job is to go through a house with a fine-tooth comb and pick out every little thing that's wrong and every big thing that's wrong, too. And then the seller is going to come back to the buyer, and this is the dreaded uh, home inspection contingency period that, that people worry about. And they're going to they're ask. They're going to ask for something. They, mm-hmm. they never ask for nothing. So they're going to say, hey, we want you to lower the price because we found XYZ wrong that we didn't know about that's going to need repair soon. Or we want you to fix these uh, few things or these several things in some cases because we didn't know that they were broken and we want to buy the house. And now you're trying to sell the house, You've taken your house off the market, and now you're in a secondary, sometimes sloppy, muddy negotiation where you're going to take a hit here. Now, a lot of those things, if you had disclosed them, the buyer may not have even asked for. Perfect example, we did a pre-list inspection for a guy selling a condo. It was one of your listings, Emilio. In Providence, high-rise condo, very nice unit, and there was a couple of windows that had a bad thermal seal. Okay, this is not a major deal, and he disclosed that because of the inspection. If the buyer had come in and asked for those windows in that high-rise condo to be replaced because of a bad seal, and maybe they would have, that could have cost him six, seven, eight hundred dollars a window. These are big windows versus the five hundred that he paid me and Steve to do our home inspection. That's that's he made money right there, right?
4: Yeah, absolutely. That's one
3: example. You know?
1: Absolutely. Um, That's a perfect
3: example. And that's not even a major thing. Now, sometimes you'll find things that you have to remedy. You know, um, if you have a house in a certain price point, um, in a certain condition, you know, as a real estate agent, you're going to know that, you know, this house is going to tend to get offers from people that are doing, like, FHA financing or, or VA financing and some of those type of things. Um, the appraisers are going to require certain things to be repaired. And mm-hmm. these are things that, you know, handrails, uh, some peeling and paint, um, some safety issues that may not be major repairs. But if you can do them at your leisure and shop around and find a guy to do them at the price point um, that, that you want, then you can get those things done for a fair price. If you wait for the inspection to happen, now you're jumping through hoops to try to get this done in a compressed time period, and you're stuck hiring whoever is available, that can come out in a short amount of time. And a lot of times when you get those contractors that can come out on a short, short notice, it's either a bigger company that has uh, several employees or you can get somebody out there, but that usually costs you more money, or a guy that doesn't really have the time, but he'll squeeze you in, and then you're going to pay for it. So you're going to end up paying a premium for those repairs that you could otherwise do in advance. And again, you're just you're just throwing money away at that point.
1: Agreed. Agreed. You know, and one of the, you, you bring up an awesome topic, Mike. I want to jump in right there from a real estate agent perspective. Now, 80, 81% of our clients, when we last measured this, this was last year I measured it. I, I believe it's more clients now doing this. 81% of them did these pre-list home inspections and they ultimately sold their home at between 4 to 5% higher sales prices than the ones that did not do the pre-list home inspections. Now, again, it's it's just something that we were able to measure. I thought it was fantastic to see that. And when you're talking about what that could be, right? That could be eight grand on 200,000, 16 grand on 400,000. And the reason for it is because you are appealing to the mass amount of audience. You're appealing to all buyers. Like Mike said, FHA, VA. Rhode Island housing, the USDA, these types of loans, which are a massive amount of the market in some areas, anywhere from five to seven of 10 buyers in that market. If you can bring all 10 of 10 buyers in looking at your house, you've increased competition. And now you've increased the amount of people that might be willing to bid on your home in a very low inventory market. It's the right way to play it right now. So, Mike, those are
3: some Absolutely. solid points. Yeah, you you, you got to do that, and especially now with no inventory, right? You got houses that are going for for more than asking, and it seems like all the time. And that's a little out of my lane, so I don't I don't have any numbers to back that up. But that's kind of what I hear is everybody's offering over asking because there's just not a lot of houses out there. You make your house more appealing by saying, "Hey, listen, we already brought in a professional company to check it out, so you know what you're getting." Now, if you've got two houses that are similar priced, similar size, similar neighborhood, and one of them you know somebody's already gone through and done a whole inspection and you have like a 65-page inspection report detailing every single Hold thing it. about the house and that's a condition that you're willing to, to move into, you're going you're gonna to make an offer on one house and not the other.
1: All in, man. All in. Definitely. I can't even tell you how much easier this makes. us. You know, which sellers jump on this the most? The demographic which jumps on this the most are baby boomers, you know. And the reason why, Mike, is because baby boomers have they have experience. They've been through the process before. They know the process. They understand or they've seen their friends and family go through so much crap during inspections. So baby boomers got a good pulse on this. Every time I'm sitting down with my clients, uh, you know, in that demographic, they're like, okay, that makes sense. Let's get it done ahead of time. Let's be transparent with buyers. Let's, you know, let's make sure we're putting our best foot forward and being most profitable later on in the end. And I think it's fantastic. And, And they are really, really cashing out well. They're taking their equity and they're either relocating or downsizing. Um, you know, and they're surprised when we help them shop, Mike, and the buyers don't do the pre-list home inspect. I mean, the sellers of the home they're buying don't do the pre-list home inspection. And then they're also surprised at how we are able to go in and negotiate several thousands of dollars in credits off these sellers who were never educated to do the pre-list inspection. And they always look at us and say, man, thank you. We're glad we used you. So, if there's a message for other realtors out there and for sellers, it would be simple. It would be do your diligence up front, even if the house needs some work. Disclose, disclose, disclose. You're better off. And Mike Auger with Patriot Home Inspections has been doing these for us for several years. HomeInspectorRI.com. I'm sorry, HomeInspectorRI.com. Or give us a call, 401-217-217. 2333 again 401-217-2333 and we'll get the ball rolling for you mike i said that website correct right
3: yep it is homeinspectorri.com you can uh find any information to reach out to us with any questions about home inspections whether you're a buyer or a seller just uh just reach out i'm here for you
1: awesome great stuff mike auger with patriot home inspections thanks so much for being here with us uh we appreciate you stay tuned right here on the Dispirito Team Real Estate show talking real estate talking the latest and best uh, advice and trends in the marketplace here in Rhode Island Massachusetts Connecticut area stay tuned we'll be right back here on News Radio 920 and 1047 FM
0: Now back to the Dispirito Team Real Estate show on News Radio 920 and 1047 FM also available as a podcast on iHeartRadio so you-
1: Hey, thanks for joining us today. I'm Emilio Disperito, and this is the Disperito Team Real Estate Show. And uh, you know what? If you tune in weekly to our third segment, you may, and and if you're not listening to the fourth segment, you may not be aware that we have a wonderful guest on with us since the show started, and it's Jennifer Jaber with riblogger.com. Now, if you haven't seen riblogger.com, this website has all of the latest events here in Rhode Island. It's a hyper-local website. A lot of local businesses, restaurants, wonderful things going on there. I assure you, if you check it out, you're going to find things in Rhode Island you never even knew were there. She keeps this thing so well updated. Again, riblogger.com. So without further ado, I'd like to welcome Jennifer to our show. And uh, she's going to let us know what's happening with the top five, her top five events here in Rhode Island. What's up, Jen? Welcome back. Thanks for having me. Always a pleasure.
4: Um, As you know, the Musqueamacuit Drive-In Theater has opened, but they're starting something new this season, too. Um, They're doing live music, as well as streamed concerts. So Thursday, the 25th, you can stop at the main lot for a drive-in live music uh, local talent experience. It's $20 a carload. It starts at 8.30 p.m. and you can enjoy the music from either in your car or around your car. So, um, and again, trying to get back to some live music. So it's really exciting. And I also saw, and you have to check out their website, that they're going to be streaming some bigger concerts. So if there's a concert coming up that you're interested in, um, they're going to be streaming some on their big screen. Awesome. Um, The Providence Riverboat Company, in addition to their haunted tours, is taking date night to a whole new level on Thursday nights Um, at 8.30. You can enjoy the twilight cruises. I'm sorry, it's 8 p.m. Twilight cruises, Um, the city... You can enjoy the city scenery as the sun sets and there'll be complimentary Prosecco from Gooseneck Vineyards. Um, It's a 60 minute scenic tour and it's not a narrated tour like their other ones. So it's kind of just like a great date night or a friend night out. And also you're gonna wanna reserve in advance too because space is obviously limited due to restrictions. Sweet. Um, Friday nights, you can head to Rocky Point Clam Shack for a cruise night with friends, food, music, and fun. And they're in the 10th year of doing these cruises. it will include DJ Car Guy, giveaways, food specials, music, um, and much more. And this season's fundraiser will benefit St. Jude's Hospital, St. Jude's Children's Hospital. So each each season of the car night cruises um, has a different fundraiser. So this yeah. year, the cause. And it's Friday nights from 4 to 8. So even if you don't have a cruise car, you can still go and enjoy the fun and check out all the other cars. Awesome. A West Warwick Craft Fair, which was scheduled for April, is now rescheduled for Saturday, June 27th from 11 to 3. And it's at the Warwick Civic Center on Factory Street. Um, and it's just a whole bunch of local artists, local businesses, small businesses, entrepreneurs. So it's a great way to find some hidden gems of Rhode Island that you may not have known about. And um, this is really exciting to me because I love the farmers markets. So they're finally opening back up. I'm only going to mention a few, but we're putting out a blog that will give you a guide to all of the outdoor markets. Oh, so I just I picked a few different days just so you could, you know, plan we'll your have
1: to share that too. That's awesome.
4: Yeah, yeah. So, so on Saturdays, the Coastal Growers Market is 8:30 to 12:30, and that's at Casey's Farm in Saunders Town. On okay. um, the Armory Farmers Market in Providence, um, will be Thursdays from 3:30 to seven. And then the Goddard Memorial Park Farmer's Market is Fridays from 9 to 1, and that's in East Greenwich. So um, there's your Thursday, Friday, Saturday shopping if you want to get to the outdoor farmer's markets. But there are many, many more, so we're going to put together a nice list for everybody.
1: Those are the best. You know, you go there, you get fresh food, it's local. Um, I would imagine they've got organic food there. I mean, you don't have to settle for the big box stores. There's still, you know, a good amount of farmers out there I don't. Can you get beef and stuff at those? Oh yeah,
4: you can get beef. You can get chicken. Like I know, on the South Kingstown Farmers Markets carries the phonies chicken. There's Blackbird Farms. There's all kinds of yeah. You can get you yeah. can get pretty much everything you want there.
1: Um, I mean, it, so so Rhode Island is known for our culinary. They the some of the best restaurants source from these local places, from these local farms. You know the beef, the you know the the, the vegetables and all of that stuff and. You know, talk about some delicious food and I got to tell you, getting it from a local farmer, not only are you helping a local family, a local business, but you're also eating better too. So I strongly suggest the farmer's markets and they can check it all out at riblogger.com. You can do that. Everything from date night to farmer's market and in between. I love that website, Jennifer. Thanks so much for being such an important part of our show. And I hope that some new people got to learn about riblogger.com today. And uh, I would love to hear how the traffic goes on Sunday after the show. Cause I know you always get a ton of a ton of hits, but let's see. Uh let's see yes. how many people check out riblogger.com. We can literally measure that. It's pretty, pretty amazing.
4: Absolutely. I, I obsessively check, too. So
1: Yeah. That's great. Jennifer, they, Was that five? That was five, right?
4: That was five, yes. But we have wow. lots more up there and, and and things are opening up every day. So so it's we're just kind of getting it all out there as it comes to us.
1: Fantastic! We're so lucky to have you here with us every single week. Again, Jennifer Jaber with RIBlogger.com. Don't forget you can uh, you can go ahead and post your events for free as well on there. And you should talk with her if you own a small business about some maximizing your exposure and bringing people in. She also has some wonderful advertising options in there too, which you know are fantastic. So thanks again, Jennifer. You uh, you take it easy. We'll talk with you next week.
4: Thank you. Have a great week.
1: You're welcome. You too.
0: Now back to the Dispirito Team Real Estate Show on News Radio 920 and 104.7 FM. Also available as a podcast on iHeartRadio.
1: Hey, good morning. Thanks for joining us today. I'm Emilio Dispirito, and this is the Dispirito Team Real Estate Show. You're going to hear it here every single Sunday at 10 a.m. It starts at 10 a.m. But the good news is, is if you miss it or any of the segments, okay, and you're interested in learning about buying, selling, holding, flipping, investing, whatever it is about real estate, you're going to go ahead and be able to get that information on our Facebook page at facebook.com backslash team. Make sure to follow us on there. We've got a ton of great content. It comes out every single week, and we're going to make sure that every single segment offers you something. I would imagine you're going to get some sort of information you can take, put in your pocket and hopefully it'll make you a lot of money later on down the road. So we had an awesome show today. Uh, and if you missed any of the earlier segments, you know, there's a lot going on in the real estate market. Things are always ever changing. And, you know, everything from the process of buying and selling to different trends out there, the markets are always shifting. So it's important. I think it's most important to stay on top of the pulse out there. And, uh, and, and, and we had some guests which offered some awesome advice. I'd like to recap on one of those One of those guests right now, and it was Mike Auger, right? With Patriot Home Inspections. Because here's the deal, okay. I see a lot of people list their home for sale, right? Like my focus is is listings, right? I sell a lot of houses here in the Rhode Island area. We list a lot of houses in Mass, Rhode Island, Connecticut. And you know, we always see that the sellers naturally want to get top dollar, right? You can't blame yourself for wanting to get the most for your house. There's nothing wrong with that. But sometimes you're leaving a lot of money on the table by not preparing your home appropriately. And I can't tell you how many times people um, miss huge opportunity in doing this, you know, and it may be for many reasons, right? There's many motivations for selling a house, It could be anything it could be that you need a bigger home maybe you need a smaller home. maybe you need a one level home maybe you need something that's handicap accessible maybe you're going through a divorce maybe you lost a loved one and you have to sell their home and it's absolutely dated and you're looking for a quick cash sale you know we can help you with all of those different things so i'm going to give you some advice for that Uh, but before i do that i want to give you my phone number because I'm always available for you. 401 217 2333. Again, 401 217 2333. Now, I specialize in selling single family homes, multi family homes, land, and condominiums here in Rhode Island. If you have a commercial property, if it's residential, we also do those as well. All of other commercial, industrial spaces like that, we do recommend other. Uh, local agents here. We have somebody that can assist you with that, but it's not me. So if you need any help with that, let us know. 401-217-2333. Now let's get back into making sure you can earn the most in this market, right? By being prepared. First off, let's look at the market, right? Inventory is still at a staggering low level. So low. I mean, each week we're telling you how low the inventory is and I can't stress enough at the opportunity that is out there right now for anybody who has you know, any kind of equity in their home um, and, and you're ready to, to sell it. Or if you have investment properties and you're ready to cash out at an absolute high price, that might be now, might be worth your while, right? So with such few competition, you don't need a quote-unquote turnkey home You just need the property to be able to sell and you need to sell to the largest audience you can. So if you do the minimal to fix it up, get a contractor in, do a few tweaks, fix some chipping paint, fix some handrails, make sure that it abides to the health and safety uh, codes of mortgages that require these and make sure that your home can be presented as a reasonable home to purchase to all 10 of 10 groups of buyers out there, you're gonna do so much better. So where am I going with this long rant? Here's where I'm going. There's a huge chunk of buyers in Rhode Island that are purchasing with FHA, which is Federal Housing Administration financing, that's 3.5% down, or Rhode Island housing, which is 100% financing, $0 down, $0 in closing costs in many cases, and also veterans, $0 down, Zero dollars in closing costs in many cases, and when you're looking at certain markets and certain areas and certain price ranges, okay, pretty much anything under the 450 mark is you're gonna want your home to qualify for that. So, by having a home inspector like Mike Auger, Patriot Home Inspections, go in and tear apart your home top to bottom, look at the heating system, look at the mechanicals, look at the, the uh. You know the electrical the plumbing the foundation the roof this you know have uh we use bill d'alessandro for septic inspections have bill d'alessandro check out the septic inspections we have others as well and make sure that all of this passes that the well water is good to drink if you have well water that there's no radon in the house or if there is that it's mitigated These are all going to be things that are huge concerns to buyers. When you take out those concerns or you disclose the concerns up front, you're going to leave yourself with a more profitable and a much less angst uh, transaction than you would have going the other route, you know? And I know what I always get. We always get people saying, you know, Amelia, aren't the buyers supposed to pay for inspections? Yes, the buyers are supposed to pay for inspections. Well, they don't have to, but normally they do but that's status quo. And I don't like to operate anything status quo. Do you? And if you've owned a business and if you've thrived in business, did you operate your business as status quo? I would imagine not. You can't be successful doing what everyone else is doing. I always think that the most successful are going above and beyond and providing more of a value. And when you do that, when you provide more of a value in a very low uh, inventory market with the lowest mortgage rates in history and the highest prices in history, you're going to cash out even more than you did. And I can't even tell you time after time again and again and again, doing the right thing always, always works. So there's a lot more details to that conversation. I want to have that conversation with you in person. I welcome that conversation. I want you to call me. Okay. Specializing in Rhode Island, real estate. I've got agents on my team that work with me that do Massachusetts and Connecticut. I personally focus here in Rhode Island, love the ocean state, but we do have highly qualified people again in Massachusetts and Connecticut that can help you. We've got a lot of listeners out there. We want you to know we've got your back all over the place. And by the way, if you're relocating somewhere else, out west, down south, I've got the largest network of top performing agents in the country and we can tap into that network and connect you with the right realtor the right agent in that area that has the best pulse on the market, top end, top producing agents, full-time people that are going to guide you. You don't want to leave anything up to chance. Okay. 401-217-2333. Real estate is extremely important. It's a big purchase. It affects your life. So make sure you got the right people behind you, the right team, the right support, anything you need, we're here for you. Okay. So save that number. Emilio, You can put Emilio, the realtor, or Emilio, the radio realtor, whatever you want. However, you're going to remember me, 401-217-2333. We had a fantastic show today. I'd like to thank Jack, our producer, for making it happen. Bill, our station manager, as well as Jennifer Jaber with riblogger.com, Ted Tapuzas with Tapuzas & Associates, Mike Auger with Patriot Home Inspections, Matt Bates, who wasn't here with us, but is a fantastic person with uh, Movement Mortgage, And uh, we want you to check us out online, facebook.com backslash The Team. We can't wait to be here with you next week. We love you. God bless you. Make sure to uh, love everyone and uh, and take care of everyone and enjoy your time out there. It's beautiful weather here in Rhode Island. We're super lucky to be here in America. Thank you so much for the opportunity to talk with you every single week. I appreciate you. I'm signing off now. Thank you so much. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye.